What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Huddle. You know, the only place you have in the hard conversations we all need, but nobody wants to have. And like a Wendy's 4 for 4, you're listening to episode 4 of season 4. It's your boy, Austin, and I'm solo today. LA sends his love. He'll be back next week, and we will have some heat for you. But until then, we're going to do what we do. All right, first segment of the day, hear me out. Hear me out. Um, When I was in school, I used to hate speech class. I hated speech class because there was always these impromptu speech days where we would show up to class and we just had to give a five minute speech on whatever it was, whatever the topic was. We didn't have any time to prepare. Uh, We didn't have any time to gather our thoughts or anything like that. We just had to do what we did. And, um, and like my, my guy, Mr. Pearson, he's an old guy that, that works at the school I work at. He says, I'm just doing the best I can with the tools I got. That's all that I could do was the best that I could, but I hate it. So the thing I want to be heard out about today is stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Or in other words, stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Use the tools that you have, show up, do the best that you can and conquer that's that's the best that you can do all right hear me out on that the second segment is that's crazy and the craziest thing i had to say to you today is there is no that's crazy and that's crazy but i'm gonna tell you just like my mom told me when i was growing up stop playing in the mud Stop playing in the mud. That's what I want to talk to you about today. And to set this whole thing up, because I, I know you're trying to guess where I'm going right here. Mud is sin. Yeah, some of you might have guessed it, but but mud is sin. OK, and I just came to tell you, I came on this here podcast to tell you to stop playing in the mud. Now, one thing you have to know about mud is. We all come into this life with some mud on us. We all come into this life familiar with mud. The word says a child is of a few days and full of sin or full of mud. So picture a young child as soon as he comes out of his mother's womb. In a few days, he's rolling around in some mud. In the spiritual realm, that's how it is for all of us. We're all full of sin. And and the reason I say stop playing in the mud is because we know that God came and Jesus came to save us from sin. Yet we look around in our world and we're seeing a world that's still full of it. A a world that that seemingly is going downhill. Um, If you I mean, you look at the news for, for five to 10 minutes and you're like, oh, my gosh. This world is just crazy. It's just evil. But the truth of the matter is the world has always been like this. The only difference is Jesus came to cleanse us. And um, what I really want to speak to today or who I really want to speak to today is is believers, Um, believers who have struggled with certain sins, believers who have struggled with receiving mercy and giving mercy. Um, receiver uh, believers who have struggled with um, 
giving grace uh, or receiving grace. The, that's who I want to talk to today. Stop playing in the mud. The, the first thing you have to understand is that we all fall. We know Romans 3.23 says, we have all sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. So if we can picture the world, if we can picture the ground that we walk on full of mud, we understand that mud is slippery. If, there, if there's anybody who's ever been around any mud, who's ever been around any dirt or anything like that, you understand that mud is slippery. So that means that it's, it's easy to fall. In the world that we live in, it's easy for all of us to fall into sin. We're human. None of us are perfect. We're progressing, but we're not perfect. Meaning that, that we could be running the race that God has called us to race and take one wrong slip and, and fall again. The issue is many of us fall and start playing in the mud. We never, we never, we never get up, ever. There's a song by a guy named Donnie McClurkin called We Fall Down. And the lyrics say, we fall down, but we get up. A saint is just a sinner who fell down and got up. So those of you who have accepted Jesus into your heart and into your life, you're the saint that Donnie McClurkin was talking about in his song. You're a sinner too. You're somebody who's still running in the same mud that everybody else in the world is running in, who fell down. The only difference is you got up. You got up. And the reason why people get up is because they, they take the hand that is extended out to help them up. They take Jesus's hand that's extended out to help them out of the mud. We're going we're gonna to pretend that this mud in the world is this radioactive mud that once you fall, the only way to get up is, is by taking and grabbing the hand of Jesus. That's the only way that any of us can get up. I believe that sometimes our pride makes us feel like, oh, yeah, I'm not perfect, you know, but I'll bounce back and I'll do whatever I want, you know, and, and I can be a better person. We all say things like that or have says, said things like that at one point. But the truth is you can get up, but you'll never clean yourself up. Jesus is the only one who can make us whole. Jesus is the only one who can make us clean. And, and when we fall in this world, the reason why uh, us saints get up is because we know that Jesus is the one who will clean us when we get up. First John 1 and 9 says, uh, for the Lord is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we confess our sins. Now, I flipped that, but you get the gist. That's what the word of God says. And so our hope as believers is that, that when we fall into sin, when we confess, when we repent, and when we turn from those sins and we make a decision to grab the hand, out, hand that's extended out there for us, the hand of Jesus, that he'll be the one to cleanse us. That's, that's why Donnie McClurkin can make a song that says, we fall down, but we get up. As believers, we have to get up. We have to stop playing in the mud. And I want to speak to someone who's struggling with, with shame and guilt, somebody who's struggling with, with actually believing that God is a God of true mercy, that God is a God 
who, who is forgiving and who loves to delight in showing mercy. Um, Micah 7, 18 says he delights in showing mercy. But the truth is, the longer we play in the dirt, the longer we question that truth. And, and the enemy loves nothing more than to get us to sit in the dirt, to play in the dirt, and, and to never get up. The, the, the problem isn't that we fall. The problem is that we stay there. And I believe I just came to tell someone it's, it's time to get up. It's, it's time to, to stop feeling sorry for yourself, truthfully. It's time to stop feeling like you have to feel a type of way before the Lord forgives you. It's time to stop uh, pretending that you're the worst of the worst sinners and the Lord is, you're just the one out of a million, billion, trillion people that the Lord is just never going to forgive. It's time for us to stop playing in the mud. When we play in the mud, when we stay in in, in these um, really, really, truthfully, spiritually immature mindsets, the enemy will do whatever he wants with us. He'll do whatever he wants with us because we're, we're not getting up and we're no longer moving forward. See, if you're still sitting there, you know, playing in the mud and you're still wallowing in sin and you're still uh, uh, um, just bound by by shame and guilt about something that you did, you're, you're no longer moving forward. You may be coasting through life. You may be waking up every morning and, and doing your routine and saying all the right things and doing all that stuff, but spiritually you're stagnant. Spiritually, you can't move forward because you're still stuck in the mud in an area of your life. So my first point is this. Stop playing with sin. We know that mud is sin. So point number one is stop playing with sin. When we fall on one end, we start playing with sin because we're so bound by the guilt and the shame that we feel in our lives that we go back and we revert to old ways and old habits because we no longer feel worthy of the love of God. We no longer feel worthy of of Christ's forgiveness and love. So we just go back to what we used to do. This is too hard. I was running for a while, but I fell again. And I'll just sit here and make mud pies again. You know, that that's what we do. And we start playing with sin. But on the other end, there are some people who abuse the grace of God. And so they fall, but they, they remember how it was when they were young. And, and they love the feeling of the dirt in their hands. And they love the feeling of sin. They loved how sin made them feel. They loved how it made them feel when, when, when they could go to the club and they could get acceptance when they, found, when they felt lonely. They loved the, the feeling of the dirt in their hands and the, the dirt in between there or underneath their fingernails or, or going to the bar and getting drunk whenever the stresses of life got too heavy. That's another way of playing with sin. And I believe the Lord is just telling us all, whether we're bound by guilt and shame or we're abusing grace by living unrepented lifestyles, it's time for all of us to stop playing with sin. All of us. And the way that you stop playing with sin is by surrendering whatever area of your life 
where you keep falling, surrendering that thing to the Lord, surrendering your whole life truthfully to the Holy Spirit to say, Lord, I've been trying and I'm trying to run this thing, but you have to show me where to run. You have to show me how to run because the way that I'm running causes me to slip every two steps. At this point, I'm not even running. At this point, I'm doing the one, two step and then I'm falling. Lord, I need you in my life to show me how to run the race that you've called me to run. But you can only do that with with a repentant lifestyle and a surrendered heart. The truth is, many of us think that we can run this race without him. We've gotten familiar with how the mud feels underneath our feet. We've gotten familiar uh, with the certain places where there's potholes in the ground. And I might fall there if I go too fast or um, if I stop too slow here, you know, or too fast here, I could slip. You know, we've gotten so familiar with the sin around us that we try to manage sin. We, we, we still try it. So if we struggled with, um, let's say, let's, let's be real here. So say we struggled with, with something like sexual immorality, whether that be fornication or pornography or, or, or something along those lines. You start playing with sin when you call yourself going to the strip club to go minister. When you know that was an area of weakness for you. Now, a surrendered lifestyle that says, Holy Spirit, you show me where to go. The Holy Spirit will say, hey, I know that's an area in your life where you just don't even need to be around that stuff. Go this way, because if you go that way, you're going to fall. You're going to slip and it's going to be hard for you to get up. But our pride sometimes will cause us to to believe that we can run this thing without him that we can run it without the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to tell us, no, don't go there. Yes, go through here. I know it doesn't make sense to them, but it'll make sense to them. You know, um, it, it's it's something that we have to, to come into alignment with, a surrendered life to the Holy Spirit and stop playing with sin. Remember that the Lord's grace and mercy is abounding. He's full of grace and mercy. There's so many verses that talks about how God loves to show mercy, how God loves to offer grace to us. Lamentations 3.23 says his mercies are new every single morning. I would even go on to say they're, they're new every second that you'll receive them. In the times that you fall, his hand is always out there waiting to pull you up if you'll receive it. So don't allow the things that you do in this life to cause you to forget about God and go back to to bad habits or to keep playing in the mud in that area of your life because you, you have forgotten just how vast, how great God's grace and mercy is. Sometimes we have areas of pride in our heart and God will allow us to fall to show us why we need his grace and mercy so that we can give compassion to other people who fall in those different areas in their life. God will do that sometimes, but even when he allows that to happen, we still have to know that he has his hand out there extended, waiting on us to grab it. My second point is this. 
stop throwing mud. Stop throwing mud. And what I mean by that is because we live in this sin-filled, mud-filled world, mud is going to hit us. And because there are some people who, um, I, I don't really like calling people just evil, but there are some people who are just evil out there. Uh, but people with bad intentions, those that are evil, will throw dirt, throw dirt on your name, um, throw dirt on, on you in just different aspects. We have to stop throwing the mud back. As believers, we have to stop throwing the mud back. Because the thing is, the enemy loves mud fights. He loves mud fights because nobody's clean. And it's just sin, 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 sin everywhere. But guess whose heart is breaking? God's. God's, God's heart breaks when we sin. And every time we allow the enemy to get us to justify our mud throwing, our sin against another person who may have sinned against us, all God sees is a mud fight. And all the devil sees is a mud fight. So let's think about it practically. Everybody who raid and who plod when um, Derek Chauvin, you know, was convicted of, of murder and all those things. And I do believe that justice was served. But do we really believe in our hearts that there's mercy for him too? Or do we in our hearts throw mud at him as he's getting justice served? We have to ask ourselves, is that what we're doing? Are we throwing mud? Or, or, or maybe when somebody offends us on social media or, or somebody offends us in traffic or whatever the case is, are we throwing mud from our mouths? Are we throwing mud in how we speak to people and what we do back to people, what we type to people? Are we throwing mud? Because the thing, the thing about mud is it's easy for us to justify it. When I was young and we were playing outside, there was always a little kid that wanted to throw some dirt. Always somebody trying to throw some dirt out here. And if I ever got hit with dirt, I had to show him that I wasn't the one. And the only way you show him that you ain't the one is if you throw the dirt back harder and throw it with some more dirt. So I would get down there and I would pick up a big wad. I'd, pre I'd probably, you know, spit a loogie in there too, just so they knew, ball it up and I would throw it back. But every time... I would be the one that got caught. I would be the one who was caught with the dirt in his hands. And, and, and that's how it happens on this side of eternity as well. A lot of times um, we're just throwing dirt back, but we're the ones that get caught. And the thing about throwing dirt is you might get them dirty, but the residue is still on your hands. There, there's no such thing as, as, as fighting fair when it, when it comes to this life. It seems unfair what the Lord requires of us in our forgiveness and in our grace and in our overlooking faults. But God sees something better. God sees somebody who, like Psalms 1 says, doesn't stand in the path of sinners, does not stand in the path of them. 
And, and, and every time that we throw dirt at somebody, throw dirt back at somebody, we're dirting ourselves back up. And it breaks God's heart. When it comes to this playing in the mud and this throwing dirt stuff, dirt is fun. I do. Ha- I need to go back and and touch on that. Mud is fun. It's fun to do whatever we want to do. It's fun to to get back at somebody who's done something to us. It feels good. But the thing is, it stains us. It stains us. And what we don't realize is, well, I didn't realize it when I was young. When I would go outside and I'd be playing in the dirt, I'd be playing in the, in the, in the sand and stuff like that, in the mud. I didn't realize what it was doing to my clothes. And mud is fun until you care about your clothes. When I got the new all-white Air Forces, I wasn't even going to the playground sometimes because I didn't want somebody to step on my shoes. I would I definitely was not about to go play in some mud because I cared about my shoes. They were valuable to me. And um what we have to realize is our hearts is what our hearts is what we wear. The word says that everything that we do flows from our heart. So think of think of your clothes as your heart. And every time you play in the mud, you're staining your heart. And everything that you do will be stained because your heart stained. Everything that you do, if you play in the mud and and you're unforgiving, now everything that you do, the advice that you give, the good things that you want to do for people are coming from that unforgiveness. It, it, it doesn't matter what it is. We have to stop playing in the mud when we realize the value of the new heart Jesus has given us. Mud sounds, mud, mud is fun until you start caring about your clothes. And I know about, <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but when I was young, um, if I came home and I had dirty clothes, especially new clothes, I was getting a spanking because they paid good, hard money for the clothes that they gave me. And I believe that the Lord looks at us the same, especially believers, especially believers. When he gives us a new heart, when he gives us the new clothes of righteousness and we waste it on sin, not to say that we won't ever fall because accidents happen and gracious parents understand that too. But we, when we intentionally play in the mud, I believe God looks at us and he says, did I not just pay for them nice clothes? Did I not send my son so that you didn't have to play in the mud? Did I not send my son so that you didn't have to throw back that mud so that you could be clean? Do you not remember 
how it was when you rolled around in the mud and you had the mud between your ears and or behind your ears and underneath your fingernails and all those things and I washed you and I made you clean. Why would you go back and play in that sin? Why would you go back and intentionally do something to get yourself dirty? Why would you stay in that shame and that guilt when you knew and know that I'm the one who can clean you? Was my son not enough? Was the payment not enough? What I realized was when I was young, I didn't see the value of what my parents paid for because I didn't have to pay for it. And what ended up happening a lot of times was they would tell me, well, we're not buying any new ones. So take care of the one that you have. And I believe that the Lord tells us the same thing. I can't send my son again. I can't give you a new heart again. So take care of the one that you have. Stop playing in the mud. I want to say again, because I don't want to discourage you, that you will fall. We all fall. As long as you're living, as long as you're breathing, you're going to fall at some point in your life. But the thing to understand is, when you fall, like Donnie McClurkin says, get back up. That's the gist of this, this message, this, this episode. Get back up. That's what makes you a saint when you used to be a sinner. The saints get up. Sinners play in the mud and do childish things. 1 Corinthians says, When I was a child, I spoke like a child and I thought like a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. I believe God is calling us higher. He's calling us to a higher standard in all of our lives. A standard that says, it's time to stop playing in the mud. Maybe go to a swing set or something. You know, but the mud, come on. It's time to stop. It's time to, to take pride in what the Lord has given you, in the new heart he's given you, and stop playing in the mud. Receive his grace, take hold of the hand that he has extended out to you, and allow him to cleanse you. Allow him to, to do whatever he deems necessary to make you whole again and to wash you clean. But if you don't take anything else out of this, stop playing in the mud. Now, this would not be the huddle if we did not give you strategy. So number one is, y'all help me, always pray. Always pray. Um, If you find yourself, if you're in a place where you're like, man, I think I'm stuck in the mud. I don't know if I'm rolling in the mud. I don't know what the mud is. You can always pray. God will show you the mud in your life, the area in your life that, that, is, that is sinful, that is still not surrendered to him. He will show you those things. But number two is stop playing with sin. 
stop playing with sin, whether you fell and now you're rolling around with guilt and shame or you're abusing the grace of God. Either way, we have to stop playing with sin. We have to realize that we've fallen and remember that there's an arm, there's a hand extended out ready to pull us back up. And like 1 John 1 and 9 says, cleanse us from all unrighteousness and take hold of that hand. Number two is stop throwing mud. Stop throwing mud. Stop being so offended. Be ready to show mercy. Be ready to give grace. Be ready to be empathetic. Even when there's other people throwing mud at you. The only reason they're throwing mud at you is because they see that that you've been made clean and they don't understand why you're not looking like they are. But don't throw mud. Stop throwing mud. It may feel good if somebody gets you to, to get them back and to throw the mud back at them. But the truth is, sometimes when you throw dirt, you get some dirt in your eyes. And when you get dirt in your eyes, you lose your vision. You lose the set of eyes that God gives you to give empathy to people. The eyes that he has that, that sees somebody who needs him. When you throw dirt back, you run a high risk of getting that in your eye. So stop throwing mud. And the last point is this. Run to the one who can clean you. Run to the one who can clean you. We're all running through mud. We're all running in a world full of sin. It's all around us. But there's somebody who can cleanse all of us. There's somebody who's proved that that mud is nothing to him. He's got the one detergent that can clean all of it. It's like, it's better than, than Downey. It's better than Gain. It's, it's better than all that. This one, it hits everything. It's, it hits you at the soul level. So run to the one who can clean you. No matter what you have going on, no matter what you've done, what you're doing, if you choose today to stop playing in the mud, he's there with open arms. He's got a hand extended to pull you out. And he's got all the tools to clean you from all unrighteousness and transform you into a totally new person. So we're going to pray. I'm going to let you go. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for each and every person listening, each and every person that chooses to, uh, to tune in every week. We ask that you would bless their family, their finances, their faith, Lord, all of it, Lord. We ask that you would bless them in a mighty way, like only you can. And Lord, we ask that you would seal this word by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that if there's anybody who's been playing in the mud, who's been rolling around with guilt and shame and developing this, this dependent relationship with guilt and shame, Lord, that you would give them the courage to get up out of the mud, to stop playing in the mud, and to receive your grace and mercy. If there's anybody who's been abusing your grace, Lord, we ask that you would give them eyes to see the value of the price that you paid so they'll extend their hand out and receive your grace and mercy. If there's anybody who's struggling with unforgiveness and who's struggling with wanting to get even, who's struggling to understand uh, why people are throwing dirt at them and wanting to throw dirt back, or, or even just somebody who has a habit of throwing dirt at other people, we ask that you would touch their heart, Lord, and that you would uh, just give them the faith 
to put the dirt down and to keep running towards you. And Lord, we ask that if there's anybody who doesn't have an understanding of just how sinful the world is, who doesn't have an understanding of why they keep falling, that you would give them a peace in just knowing that they're going to fall because we're living in a sin-filled world. But that fall doesn't have to be the final say. That all we have to do is get up and keep chasing after you. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your word. We ask that you would bless us and keep us, that you would continue to watch over us each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next time, peace.